Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Um, thank you very much for coming along to the live recording of the Beer Ladies podcast. Woo! Oh. No, you're not supposed to scream because then everyone is. We've got Tandy, Christina, Lisa, and Katie. That's probably me feeding back, I'd say. But without further ado, I will hand you over to the very first podcast recording live here at Rascals with the Beer Ladies. Okay, folks. Hello, hello. Let me also move that away. No more breathiness. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> we, uh, we are here for not just Rascal's first podcast recording, but woo, the Beard Lady's first live podcast. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's very, very different to how we normally do things. You know, normally we're in our houses on Zoom with not anything like a sound setup or anything such like this. So this is going to be new for us as well as for you. But yeah, welcome to 2023. Hope it's going well so far. And welcome and thank you so much for coming. It's, uh, it's really wonderful to be here. And to Joe and the Rascals team, you guys are such legends. Thank you for having us over and dealing with the sound and all the technical things. It's a real Jack's weight fine. off. <laughs> all right. Well, Jack, you know, keep up the good work. <laughs> All right, and I mean, we're, we're delighted not only to have sold, you know, a couple of tickets, we thought maybe just our very close friends would come. Um, there's, there's a bunch of you here, it's actually mad. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, when you guys listen back at home, like, we, we are looking out at a full house here, so well done, yeah. everyone coming out on a very, you know, wet, windy, mm. upsetting evening, but, you know, hopefully our, our own dulcet tones and the, the very nice beer in front of you will, mm. will help out. Yeah, dreadful day to be out, so we appreciate it even more. Okay, so who here in the audience has never met us in person or doesn't know who exactly we are by name? Hands up, maybe? Okay, oh, excellent. Oh, a lot of hands. <laughs> a few hands. Okay, of those people, who hasn't listened to the podcast before? Is this an exploratory thing? Brilliant. Yeah. That's even better. New okay, friends. Okay, great. Yay, new friends. Okay, so I'm going to go from the far side of me, and we're just going to each introduce ourselves a little bit. So, Katie, take it away. Hello, I'm Katie. <laughs> and hello, I'm Lisa I'm Christina And I'm Tandy And um, as usual, we, we normally have one of us sort of 
doing sort of the main housekeeping and hosting duties on the pod. Uh, today, that's me. I got that job. So um, part of that job is to do a little bit of the usual stuff that we do. So we like to encourage people to follow us on social media. We're at Beer Ladies Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're, we're everywhere, even Mastodon. Mastodon. You know, we're trying that out. And uh, <laughs> we're also at the uh, beerladiespodcast.com. That's our website where all of our links and past episodes are there. And we're at beerladiespodcast at gmail.com if you really want to go old school. So send us a line if you'd like. Otherwise, you know, keep uh, talking to us on Twitter, Instagram, and, and the likes. We, we love a conversation. Right, so you guys will all have to bear with us because this is very weird, as I said, and we don't, yeah. uh, we don't have the power of a pause button or an you know, edit later. So remember that this is not just going to be us tonight. It's going to be the people listening at home next week. So that's why we'll you know, ask questions, but we'll have to describe what's going on. It's a skill that we've had to learn going, uh, going in, in, into, what, season three we are. Season so three. There yeah. we are. Okay. So part of our usual segment is, what are you drinking? Because we do love a beer on the pod. We do. Beer ladies pod, after all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Katie, what are you drinking? Tell us about your beer. I am drinking a Lowrider Micro IPA. Uh, what is it? 2.8%. Uh, <laughs> there we go. go. Um, it's lovely. Because uh, I didn't want to get hammered before we did the podcast, obviously. <laughs> so... <laughs> I might do that afterwards. We all had at least two beers before this recording, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nerves. Lisa, what are you drinking? So, uh, I actually had a lowrider earlier, but I've, I've moved on to the, the Club Rock Shandy. Uh, you know, when this first came out, with two summers ago now, I think, uh, it was hard to get hold of, but now it's, it's here on tap almost any time. And even on a terrible day like this, it's really nice, refreshing. It's, uh, it's just a lovely low-key, but, but kind of a little bit, uh, little bit surprising of a beer, and... For anyone who's a new listener, uh, we do love to support all of our local Irish breweries. So mm. just love to be here tonight again. Another shout out to the folks at Rascals, but love the uh, the collaboration with the club. Mm. I'm also drinking the Rock Shandy, which I have never had. So this Ooh. is my very first. Have sip. a have a sip there. It's terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's delightful. It's actually everything you said. It was really yeah. nice and light. I really like oh. it. Well done. Cool. Well, while everybody else has got something light in colour, I've gone opposite and gone the dark. I've got a nitro stout here. I'm also I'm very, very excited for this. Is it going to get in the way of the mic? I don't know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Guys, have you had this? It's delicious. You should really try it. Okay, so let's get on to the show, friends. Um, we have a couple of things that we thought we might talk about, but the very first relates to the fact that we are in Ireland... It is January, and you know while we'll probably talk about different ways to celebrate January, we're going to start with one that just happened last week. And I'm not going to butcher the pronunciation, but it's <laughs> Women's Christmas. So Katie, our resident uh, Irish co-host, <laughs> is going to save me the embarrassment. So of... Katie is going to butcher the pronunciation yes. <laughs> instead. So it's Iha Nolig Naman. Iha Nolig Naman. Iha is night. Okay. Nolig is Christmas. Naman is, I think it's genitive for mana, for women. For women, okay. Right, and it's women's Christmas. Oh, and what is women's Christmas, Katie? What is women's Christmas? <laughs> 6th of January, it's celebrated in Ireland. Um, Jack was looking at me weird. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, 
kind of, you know, it's, so it's traditional day when you take down your Christmas decorations. It's weird because I'm looking, do I look over there? Do I look at the <laughs> audience? I don't know what to do. This is strange. Uh, anyway, so I'm from obviously rural Ireland, down the country, west coast. And um, yeah, my parents never drank. Where did I come from? I don't know. But it was a tradition that like the local women would get together after taking down the Christmas decorations and after working all Christmas long and mm. they would have a bottle of lemonade or whatever you're having yourself, I suppose. <laughs> a lemonade, really, no. Well, my mother would oh, drink. Okay. So I'm talking okay. about my own experiences okay. here. Like obviously um, there's other people would have a beer. Mm. I don't know. Mm. So there you go. We may so come back to that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I've got some basics on it. So, 6th of Jan is normally when it's celebrated. Yeah. And, and this is as far as, I, as my knowledge goes, but it's the 12th day of Christmas. And normally you take down the decorations, but not before, not after. Apparently that's unlucky. Um, and, you know, people, I think, across the country might celebrate it quite differently. But as far as I'm aware, it's more celebrated in Kerry and Cork. So, sort of Munster, as opposed to, you know, where we are in uh, Dublin, Leinster. Um, and I guess, it, look, it was probably born out of a much different time to what we're in now, oh. you know, where it was, you know, giving, giving the woman the day off, so to speak, <laughs> which is something we'd sort of roll our eyes at now, but maybe it's something that's been reclaimed. Let's hope so. So yeah. there's, a, there's a poem that a lot of, I don't know, people here might remember doing in secondary school, Ihanolig Naman, anyone remember it? Hands up. Hey, we've oh, won. Some, some. <laughs> won. We've won. Anyone else? Sort of. Sergi didn't do it. He's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and the opening line, I just think it's quite apt for tonight. It's like, we finiv sashturam a elig arer, arer ihanolig naman. And it's nothing to do with ihanolig naman. It's basically a guy going, ah, sure, if I die, I want to die in a windy night. <laughs> Because and it is a windy one today. But so it is a windy one today, so I think it's that. Hopefully no deaths, though. But down. then people are trying to reclaim it, saying that it's women, you know, um, you know, raging against the patriarchy and oh. things. There you go. We can yeah. do that. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess traditionally, or back in the day, and I say back in the day as if it was really long ago, it sounds to me like it was very much in the 60s and 70s, it was women would potentially go out, have a drink, or at least be with their friends, not have to do the housework, cook the dinner, or look after the kids for the day, which sounds like one pitiful day off in a year, but, you know, we digress. Do we know anything about the history of this or where it came from? Ooh, my turn. So, the history is incredibly murky, like mm. so very many things. And actually, I was listening to a really amazing um, podcast with um, Gillian Kenny. She's an amazing um, Irish women's historian. Um, read everything she writes. She's fantastic. Um, and so she was being interviewed and she was talking a little bit about the history. And of course she said, yes, it's very murky. So she mentioned that Alan Titley, so he's, a, he's an academic out of UCC, and he has suggested that it might have started because women would sell turkeys over Christmas and use that extra money for, for Christmas, but then use the leftovers you know, to go out with, with their mates on January 6th. But Jillian uh, Kenny has offered an alternative explanation that possibly um, it dates much earlier in the medieval period and maybe beyond that because it has such a um, strong presence in the Irish-speaking community that it might have been an Irish-speaking holiday um, that predated possibly even the English invasions really, really early medieval and that it just kind of carried on um, 
throughout the period and then lost some interest when, when the Irish language was suppressed and has now since come back into wonderful use um, <laughs> since we're, we're, we're re revitalizing the language. So that's something that she had suggested that it had possibly a medieval or earlier um, connotation or So beginning. much, much older than but what it sounds. But this is all yeah. speculation. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Interesting. Gosh. I, I read, but to be fair, it was on things like the Irish Times or other newspapers, some strange traditions that might have gone with it. So things like rubbing uh, fishtails on your eyes, I think they were herring specifically, to ward <laughs> diseases from your children for the year. Um, things like uh, cleaning your floor, but putting a clean bucket of water at the door, which was then never used. And I'm not sure what the purpose was, but apparently bad luck to use that water. Okay. For the whole year. Oh, I don't think you keep it the whole year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really gross. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, there's the bucket of water. Yeah. water. Just <laughs> growing I mean, it, things. Yeah. It, it does seem that it's kind of being reclaimed a little bit. So, yeah. um, especially down in Cork, we've seen a lot of hotels um, starting to put on events that are, you know, tailored towards Women's Christmas, Little yeah. Christmas. These are both names. And... You know, it's just a bunch of women and men, actually, so it's not even restricted anymore. No. But going out, having a drink, having a meal, dancing, yeah. you know, yeah. doing things, just celebrating the end of the season, I guess. Yeah. And we're seeing a resurgence, I think, in a lot mm. of, of older Irish traditions. Mm. So I went down home... Um, whoop. <laughs> I went down home on Stevens's day, so I'm from Clare, and my six-year-old and eight-year-old nieces had gone out on the Wren, I don't what, know. Does what's the wren, Katie? I was going to say, does anyone what? know what the wren is? Oh, show hands. Show hands, yeah. Very good. So the way we do it, anyway, I know maybe in towns and stuff, they do a parade or something, but when growing up in Clare, up until I went to college, that was my drinking money. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, you go door to door. Myself and my friend Elizabeth would go knocking on doors, singing songs on our bikes with a net curtain over our face, a bit of tinsel... <laughs> And that's what we did. But my two nieces, six-year-old and eight-year-old, they made 22 euro each. Wow. Ooh. Well done, yeah. girls. I'm wow. surprised that people even have cash anymore just lying around in their house. You'd always have it. Like, oh. my mother, you'd, you'd stock up on the, well, it would have been the pound coins back in my day, but like <laughs> the two euros or fivers or whatever. And you'd have like the local, the GAA ran or the local youth clubs and the local activities and they'd have their concertinas or accordions and their fiddles and mm. your mother would say don't let them in the door because they'll wreck it have them do it in the street you know <laughs> but yeah but I know that um, the straw boys as well are associated mm. with that they're the ones that wear straw helmet-y things on their heads I suppose <laughs> but we never really had that mm. we do have them and I'm wondering has anyone ever heard of this the bacocks anyone heard of bacocks this is, might be unique to <laughs> West Clare. <laughs> and it's when a couple comes home from their honeymoon and they go to the pub and the men in the straw hats come in and they all dance with them and they oh, tickle people. And it's, it's, I've never heard of it anywhere else. Yeah, it sounds like it would be related to the kind of the chivalries you see in some other traditions. And again, traditions which I only know from musical theater because that's how I roll. <laughs> but you do see these things happen in Oklahoma. They happen also in Martin Gare, which is one of the worst musicals that's ever been produced in the West End. Do not recommend, but it does happen. You know, there is a scene like that. But I will shout out a good thing. There is a wonderful Instagram account called Endless Mummer 
and it's all about mumming traditions all across Europe. So you have people dressed in sort of straw hats in full kind of head-to-toe straw costumes, and it's, it's all over the place, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's nice to see some of these traditions being revived in lots of different and, and you know, sort of more inclusive ways. Yeah. So, that is really weird. Like, I've never heard of any of these, and I, I like yeah. to hear them. They're cool. Well, I think a lot of people do, like, Chasing the Wren festivals mm. oh. and stuff, but it's, like, it's all very regional, and everybody uh. does their own thing, whatever they want, really, I suppose. I feel like I'm too much of a millennial for this. If strangers <laughs> came to my door, dressed up singing for me, I think I'd be so freaked out. I wouldn't know what to do. You're just not used to it. You expect <laughs> it. I can imagine, like, people during the pandemic, they go, you know, we'll go live by the Atlantic in Loophead, and it's like, cool. <laughs> I'm on the low rider. I nearly <laughs> fell off my chair there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, everybody does it. Huh. Oh, well... That's news to me. <laughs> did, did anybody here or does anybody here, whether yourself, grannies, aunties, moms, celebrate uh, Women's Christmas at all? There we go. Oh, yeah, some okay. hands up. Yes. Not many, but I suppose we're also in Dublin. Sort of. Sounds like a sort of. Okay, <laughs> interesting. I'd, lo I'd love to know. Maybe we'll get to it in our uh, Q&A later, but mm. I'd love to know what, what, people, um, what people do. Yeah, yeah, what they get up to. Yeah. Now, the other um, thing that happens in January, which is clearly not happening here tonight, <laughs> is dry January. <laughs> boo. boo, yeah, we're boo. hearing boos here. <laughs> yeah, who, so who uh, normally participates in dry January, or who is now? Anyone on a non-alcoholic or a soft drink tonight? Oh, no. The, 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 my nominee. husband is driving me home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll Designated drivers, you know, aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, clearly, clearly we're not on dry January either. Why is that? Katie, why do you not do dry January? <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't there. want why? to. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. Fair enough. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, Christina? Because um, I did dry three months from October to December. So, That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not by choice. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm fine now. <laughs> I was sick for a while, but I'm fine now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do it sometimes. I don't, you know, if that's what you want to do, you should do that. Hmm. Yeah. Lisa, do you uh, ever partake or observe dry January? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's that kind of thing where, you know, having had two children, I'm like, I, I did that not drinking twice. Mm. So, I, I, you know, good enough. I'm, you know, I've already ticked that box. But <laughs> that, that said, I do think it's, it's good to either, you know, have times where you do cut back or maybe not even, I know we'll get onto the try stuff, but try other things too, whether it's cocktails or mm. just something a bit different, you know, change it up. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. I don't do dry January because I just can't be asked. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Tandy. Also, I like beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clue was in the name. But I have been doing triannuary. Okay, tell us more. So triannuary is you try beers that you wouldn't normally drink or try maybe do something as well. But mainly the hashtag is for beer, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Oh, I thought it was for alcohol in general. Oh, is it alcohol in general? Oh, maybe it's just beer. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, so I, any, any listeners of the podcast will know I'm not really into the whole sour thing. <laughs> <laughs> have some Shout out. in the crowd. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I got thrush and now I can taste sours again. I don't know what happened in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Maybe it's the yeast, I don't know. <laughs> oh, 
So yeah, she took your first step into a larger world. It was... <laughs> I've taken little steps, but they're far more palatable now. Um, there you go. So yeah, I've been... I wouldn't say they're my favourites by any chance, but I'm trying maybe ones that I, I wouldn't usually mm. go near ever. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's going well. It's yeah. nice to see that you're open to them now, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Before, we couldn't get Katie to try anything that was tart or sour. She was like, no, it's fizzy cola bottles. Can't do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I still don't go for anything smoky, and I know I have friends who love smoked beers. They they are not for me, but little little hint is okay. So I do try to try them every now and again, and then say, nope, still no, still mm. still no. But you know, it's good to try. But I did have something over the holidays where it was like all of Triannuary in one beer because I'm not going to name the brewery. This was somewhere in America. Had never actually heard of the brewery before, but it, this is one beer. It was a dry hopped Zwickle India Vienna Lager. What? So. So many adjectives, just, just... What is Zwickle? But I'll say it didn't taste like a Zwickle beer to me. But it wasn't bad. It was just none of the things it said it was. But, you know, I tried so many beers with one beer, effectively. But so. what is a Zwickle beer? I've never heard of one. I, well, good Zwickle beer would, you know, they're, they're German and they're, they're, they're very fresh. And um, someone who's a proper brewer, and I can see a whole table of them in front of me, can, like, come up and properly... Yeah properly tell us, but it's, it's lovely lager, you know, fresh, um, I think typically unfiltered, but again, proper brewers can come okay. and, uh, and correct me in the Q&A section, but this was not that. It wasn't bad, but it was not that. But also, did you say triple hopped? No, no, it's, oh. it's just, it's a lager, it's usually uh, very oh, fresh, no, I your unfiltered. Beer, not the oh, little... my beer, it was triple hopped. I know this is, um, you, you guys at home, there's an expression that you're seeing on Tandy's face. No, it's, no. Uh, yeah, and, and actually, there, there were more adjectives uh, because it was Strata, Simcoe, and Nugget in the hops. But then the tasting notes they gave beyond it is just a long list I'm not going to read out because it was a list of just flavors. Which, <laughs> if, if anyone wants to go back and listen to our episode on this, this is, this is what we're talking about. So. Those don't even sound like hops that belong in lagers, typically. Like, no, they, they don't. Do. They don't. Again, this was not bad. It just wasn't what it said it was. Right. So, you know. Right. Well, that's okay, because over the holidays, I had the displeasure of trying something that said it was a double IPA, and I was like, okay, well, I haven't had one for a while. Sure. It was a double New England IPA, and I really didn't like that they didn't specify that, because mm. I'm sick to death of hazies. I just <laughs> am. I'm done. This year is going to be my predictions, the year that the West Coast IPA comes back. Brewers, brewers, oh. home brewers, home brewers over there are agreeing with me, so there we go. I want West Coast back. And I actually think it's going to be because to really give um, a beer that amount of bitterness, it's actually slightly cheaper than going for all the flavor and the aroma mm -hmm. that your hazies will do. Screw the double dry hop. Don't need it. <laughs> Just give us good bitterness. Please. But how do you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> I swear I'm going to make a t-shirt. Like, double dry hop, fuck off. That's it. Not interested. <laughs> What did we call it in the episode? Devil Damn Hell or something? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a few suggestions in our, um, it was our pub quiz, Wrong Answers Only, for what, you know, rename Double Dry Hop, so what does DDH stand for? And I was really surprised that it wasn't like Double Decker Hell or Double Doggy something. I mean, we went quite clean in the end, you guys. You're mine, you just live in the gutter. Oh. Come on. What can I say? I'll pull you out, because I'm not in there. I don't I'm trust you to pull me out, Katie. 
But that's it. But that's it. Try new things. There's so many mm. interesting new things, you know. That and again, locally, we're really lucky because you know our local brewers are doing some really cool stuff. And again, yeah. I'm not just saying that because a bunch of them are sitting in front of me, but <laughs> they are doing some really, really Slug cool pressure. stuff. They are doing some really cool stuff. So well done, everyone. Well, and you're joining me today trying something new because I have never had a shandy. Oh. What? Are you serious? Everyone, that's see, that's why because you all give me daggers and then I'm stubborn and don't want to try one. Shandies are delicious. Well, they are. In fact, okay. this is this is the the, the rock shandy from Graspels and it's delicious. Mm, there we go. So now I'm converted. It's not a real shandy. What is Fair a real enough. shandy? It's ginger ale, isn't it? No, beer no. mixed with lemonade. Lemonade. Well, I when I was reading the something that I found historically, it was ginger ale. Oh, I didn't know that. Ginger ale and beer. Oh. Could be, could be. No, normally it's beer and lemonade. Like a Rattler would yeah. be yes, a it's shandy. similar to a Rattler, yeah. Except that a Rattler's normally done in wine, I guess, whereas the, the shandy, you mix it yourself. Yeah. I don't so know, you I know nothing about this. Fair enough. But, but it's delicious, this I like this. It's based on the club Yes, shandy, club shandy can of fizzy drink. Yes. I've also never had that. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. <laughs> now, you see, if you'd see Triannuary, <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Now, if you'd had that drink, you'd know how much that beer tastes like that drink. It's actually incredible. It's yeah. very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so clearly I need to now go to the shop and acquire one yes. of these. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, put this beer into your mind <laughs> and then go get the, uh, the club shandy and then, you know, you'll know. You'll know when you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, not that it's a concern for anybody in the crowd, but there are other ways to also do dry January, and I'm saying that in quotations, um, without, you, you know, while not drinking. Yeah, so absolutely. So, it doesn't stop you from buying beer and saving it for February. Um, yeah. You know, as we all know, breweries need help right now, and I'm laughing, but not out of amusement. It's actually quite sad. You know, we've, we've heard of a few breweries that are going to be closing down soon. Um, whoopa! And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, he, he thought it was rascals. They're not. They're, no, no. They're, they're it's all <laughs> Your job is yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there are. I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure, especially in... The, I mean, the UK is seeing it more than us. Yeah. But there's a lot of pressure on breweries. So if you uh, don't want to skip the alcohol, or if you do want to skip it, but you still want to support, there's so many ways to do that. Buy a beer, save it for February. Why not? Well, that's what I did when I wasn't drinking. I hoarded a lot of trouble pumpkin brew, mm. um, which I enjoyed over Christmas because I love that beer. So it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's doable. It absolutely is. I don't know how, though, because I can't seem to store beer to save my life. It just gets drunk. <laughs> All these people with cupboards of hidden treasures of beer that's a year old, I don't know what she is. Never, never met her. No. See, I put it in the cabinet that I can't see, and then I forget about it. Mm, out of mm. sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. doesn't work for me. <laughs> I think I'm a, I've got a nose for it. So uh. I know where it is. Yeah. yeah see, I don't know that. where things live in my kitchen, so it, you know, I don't. It's all a mystery to me. <laughs> if it's not in the fridge, I don't see it. So Lisa doesn't do the cooking at home, so no. it's not her. It's not her. It's domain. not my area of expertise. Yeah. No. Women's Christmas would have been wasted on you. Lisa. I know. I know. <laughs> I would be like, now is the day I have to do things. I'm not. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I hope that we don't have actually too many brewery closures this year. I mean, I think it's really, it is rough out there. Economy is shite. Um, it, you know, things are expensive. Um, but but I'm, I'm sure if we all just do our bit, we'll keep, keep the friends and fam that we love in the beer industry alive. Yeah? Here, here. Cheers here, here. to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. Oh. Hoorah. 
Yeah. Getting some, <laughs> we're, getting some, we're getting some cheers in the crowd. Some hoorahs. Yeah, no, that's cool. So what else are we doing in Jam, guys? Or what are we looking forward to in Feb? Well, February Ooh. is uh, St. Bridget's Day, so mm -hmm. that's really Ooh. exciting. And it's a bank holiday. Woo the weekend. Woo. Remind us about St. Bridget. Okay, so St. Bridget, obviously, very famous saint. Lots to do with brewing. So I've talked, I've waxed poetical about her many times. <laughs> um, so famously, she turned like one, I think one portion of malt into enough um, ale to serve all the churches around for Easter. But I think what's kind of interesting for tonight is um, a poem. It's called St. Bridget's Ale Feast. Ooh. And it was written in the 11th century, so um, not by St. Bridget. She would have been dead for a long time by that point. <laughs> but um, something that, that she said in the poem is her version of heaven, um, which we're kind of embodying at the moment, sort of. So she viewed heaven as a giant lake of beer, um, with everyone drinking it for eternity. So we're kind of there. Where is the lie? You know, yeah. we don't have the floaties. Um, <laughs> we're not on the lake, but we are drinking beer and we're enjoying ourselves. So mm. I guess we're having a little taste of divinity this evening. Mm. So that's one of my favorite stories. And actually, not too far away, so down more and towards city center, kind of near St. Patrick's and St. Warburg's, used to be a church on St. Bride Street, which was St. Bridget's Church. Of course, it predated um, the Viking city. And it, of course, was destroyed in the late 19th century. Um, but it was one of the oldest churches around. And, of course, it was dedicated to St. Bridget. So we're not too far Aww. away um, from one of the churches that meant so much to her hmm. religious group. I like her vision of heaven. Oh, I love her version of heaven. Mm. I don't need the floaties either. No. We'll swim. Just swim. Yeah. A little yeah. snorkel. It's good for your hair, too. So. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah, yeah, there are all those spas yeah. you can go to. You yeah. can have like a beer yeah. bath. Yeah, yeah. And don't you remember when we did our episode on like things to buy for Christmas, there were all those like shampoos mm. and lotions and stuff. Mm. Hops and, and malts where it's at for the, the skincare. There you go. The yeah. Beer self-care. It's yeah. important. Yeah. I remember and even as a young child, like my mom used to say, if you want your hair to be shiny, rinse it with beer. And I was like, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> didn't, absolutely. Didn't realize how much beer I was just pouring down the drain. <laughs> like, could have been drinking in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Shower yeah. beers. Shower beer. Yeah. Shower yeah. beers are nice. And what's cool about that area is there was actually women who were brewing there for centuries after. So in the 1600s, I have at least three women off the top of my head who Ooh. were brewing and selling ale <laughs> right around the corner. Really? So Pretty there's cool. a long tradition of that street in that area being a place for brewing women. That's really cool. There you go. And of course, St. Bridget is the patron saint of brewing. Or brewers. Right? We're referring Probably. to notes. Yeah, yeah. brewing. What? Brewing. Brewing. Yeah. Or brewers. One oh, or the other. There we go. She's related to beer. She's That's beer cool. adjacent. She's, she's a patron saint adjacent. associated yeah. with beer. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And my daughter, who's eight, we were talking about St. Bridget. You know, she was excited about the bank holiday. And then she was like, is that the saint you talk about with the beer? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. And so, you know, she did understand that. She's like, I'll talk to my teacher about it. I'm like, maybe, maybe another time. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a, great, right it's a beautiful poem if you're keen. Actually, Erica, who's sitting right there, not to call her out too much, she, gave me, she gave me a really, really lovely, um, I think she got it on Etsy, um, poem, like laminated of, of, of St. Bridget's poem. So if you want to go on Etsy and have a look, it, it's really nice. there. And nice. there's different versions, but yeah. Hmm. View of heaven, giant lake of beer, here for it. Nice. <laughs> and um, if you guys recall, we did, we did an interview with Mirella. 
Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. was talking about the campaign to make Bridget's Day a public holiday. Yeah. Um, around the world, not just in Ireland, which we thought was very interesting. Wonder if we'll, you know... Well, it's happened in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know? so for, yeah. We, but I wonder if it'll eventually spread to the rest of the world. Can't see it. It would be awesome. Would be well, St. Patrick's Day is a holiday in some yeah, island. In, is it Montserrat? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's cool. Who knew? That's cool. Huh. I love it. Well, um, we're going to uh, start wrapping up the sort of recorded part of this podcast because we want to speak to you guys and we want to uh, get Q&A from, from the audience. So anybody with any final thoughts on the, on the co-host panel here before I give people reminders of social media and all the boring stuff? Um. Come to Rascals. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's good. yeah. He's like, no, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're looking forward to several. So be here on the 28th for the day drinking, but also other events coming up. So if you want to see us elsewhere, we, we are elsewhere, but this will be, that'll be good fun. Hashtag beer ladies in the wild. Beer yep. ladies in the wild. Mm. There it is. Okay. Well, you know, for, for the non-people sitting here, for the people listening at home next week, um, catch us again on all the socials. We're at beer ladies pod literally everywhere. And, um, and mail us or go to our website for the back catalogue of all the episodes. We're on YouTube and we love it when you go and like and leave comments and share it with your friends and, you know, all of that. And just, yeah, see you, see you all next week. This will be our first episode of the new year. So excited back to Back on a schedule back. after this? Yeah. Bye. Brilliant. Okay, we'll say goodbye and then we'll be back. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay, we're yeah. back. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.